Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed. Today I wanted to talk about how we are consistently giving away our power. Now I've spoke about power a few times and it will be something that probably always crops up because I feel like that we as a species, as humans, are always giving away our power, even when we don't realise it. And the thing that sparked this conversation, I'll just quickly tell you, is an encounter with my neighbour. I won't go into the details, it doesn't matter. Thankfully, I've had some distance from the event, so I feel a lot better about it. But the way he made me feel proved that he had so much power over me, so much power over how I feel and how I live, basically, because he's so close to our home. I have to see him often and his car often and it's a trigger for anxiety for me straight away. And that just proves that he has a tremendous amount of power over me and how I feel. And it made me realise that there are so many things, so many people, so many situations, so many elements of our life that hold this tremendous amount of power over us. And it's actually quite scary How often do you take the time to think about how much of your energy, how much of your thoughts, how much of your emotions, your feelings goes into different things, whether it's literal things, whether it's people, whether it's situations, whether it's your job, whether it's your hobby, whatever it is, think about how much of your energy is draining on a daily basis to things that you're just unaware of. Now, I kind of want to talk about two things in today's podcast. The first thing I want to talk about is how we rely on certain things a bit too heavily. And I think that when we rely on things too much, we put our power into those things. So the biggest thing that I feel like we rely on too much is technology. Now, as of recording this podcast, me and my partner are literally just watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Please, everyone go watch it. I know a lot of people have already. It's become a big thing to watch. But if you haven't, please go watch it. It's very eye-opening. It's very scary. It's made me very anxious about the fact that we just don't understand how much social media and technology in general has this hold and this power over us, right? And I didn't, I planned to do this podcast before I even watched this, but now it's just enlivened this idea that we really need to be more consciously aware and mindful of how much of our time, our energy, our thoughts, our feelings go into things like technology, goes into all things that we do on a daily basis. We are becoming kind of mindless robots is going through life on autopilot and not recognizing how deeply things are affecting us, changing our behaviors, changing who we are and how we act. Like that's scary and that's sickening. It's disturbing. We need to wake up and pay attention to where our power is going, where our energy is going. Now, like I said, I planned this episode before watching The Social Dilemma, so let me really on back to what I'd already planned to say. I think that we rely on technology way too much in that we don't trust ourselves enough. I've sat in a class, a cultural studies class, which talks about languages and other cultures with the students at school, and they spoke about how technology is developing so much that we're one day going to have these amazing advanced translators right at the click of a button. And it kind of begs the question, is it worth or is it any point in learning a language? 
And I obviously believe yes, because I love languages. I love the feeling of speaking another language. I love the idea of being able to converse and connect with somebody because you speak that same language. I think that can never be taken away by technology. But think about it. If you rely too much on technology and on translators, then what are you going to do if that breaks? What are you going to do if that translator has translated the conversation incorrectly? You know, if you don't understand the language, the culture yourself, fundamentally at least, then you can be subject to awkward situations, downright rude situations. Sometimes you can literally get yourself in prison in other countries by saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing because you didn't realise that it was wrong. So instead, if you have that knowledge yourself, if you trust yourself, instead of relying on technology, then think about how much further you can go, how much more you can protect yourself, how much more, like I said, connection we can bridge with other people by having that fundamental language, that connection, that one-to-one human, get rid of technology conversation, you know? And the same thing goes for like maps. Like, hold up your hand. How many times have you been lost and you've trusted your phone to navigate you, to get you around, right? But wind the clock back 20, 30 years, that wasn't a thing. You had to use a map, like a literal map, follow um, paper to get around, or you had to ask people, or you just had to walk around until you found where you was going. And I'm not saying that, of course, technology is bad. It is not. It is amazing the things it's done for us and the things it will continue to do for us. Obviously, I'm recording this podcast and speaking to you because of technology. Please, I'm not blind to that. I appreciate and love technology. I'm just saying that we need to be more mindful of the amount of power it has over us and how much we rely on it. Because you need to be able to trust yourself when your phone battery dies and you're out and about by yourself and you need to get home, right? You need to be able to trust yourself to navigate the world without relying on technology. Think about how many times we've reached for our phones to Google something, to get recipes, to get answers. When think about it, it could be just as powerful or if not more powerful to get those answers from other people. You know, instead of me Googling how to do a recipe, what if I asked my grandparents, oh, do you know how to cook this? Do you think we could meet up and cook together? Like that would be beautiful or a friend or my mom, you know, or just be like, hey, let's figure this out together. Me and my partner or me and my sister or something, you know, there are so many opportunities for a better experience if we just take technology out of the equation. And having this uh, this dependency, you know, it is addictive because we just feel like there's, that's the obvious thing to do. In the world today, it is obvious to just Google something when you don't know what to do. But how powerful would it be and how beautiful would it be to know that you could just search for the answers yourself or find the answers yourself within? Or you could ask somebody and, you know, connect over that, searching for that answer, you know? I just feel like there's so many missed opportunities because of how much we rely on things. And kind of like a silly way for me to add to this, like I was watching Johnny English and they relied on weapons. And if you have your weapon taken off you or your gun runs out of bullets, what are you going to do if you don't know how to fight? right? So that's kind of a silly example. But if you rely too much on tools, if you rely too much on other things, external things, things outside of yourself, then what are you going to do when those things are taken away from you? You become powerless. You Well, you're not powerless, but you feel 
powerless. You feel hopeless. You feel helpless. When in actuality, in all reality, you probably do have the tools within yourself to be able to do what you need to do in a situation. And this kind of does extend to people as well. I always say this with a grain of salt because people think that I mean, oh, be independent, don't rely on anybody. No, not at all. You 100% need other people in your life. You need a support system. You need connections, like I've been saying. You need, you need people. We are social creatures. But don't depend too heavily on people. Don't rely too much on other people. So much so that you can never do anything on your own. So much so that being alone is terrifying for you. Now, for me, this is kind of easy because I'm introverted. So being alone, that solo time is very natural and very normal for me. I'm comfortable in that. But there are a lot of people out there, extroverts or introverts, who struggle being alone because it's so abnormal to them. They rely on relationships. They rely on other people to help them just to do the normal everyday things. The idea of eating alone is terrifying. The idea of going out alone is terrifying when it shouldn't be. Again, we need those connections, we need people, we are social creatures, but we need to be able to rely on ourselves, be comfortable with ourselves, trust ourselves too. So today's podcast episode is all about not giving away your power, to stop giving away so much of your energy, your time, your thoughts and feelings to things that just don't need it, that don't require it. And we let people have so much power over us when at the end of the day, a lot of those people don't think twice about us. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm not to say that you don't mean anything. You do. You really, really do. But to a lot of the people that we give energy to, that we give power to, they just don't care. And isn't that sad? We are literally hurting ourselves, harming ourselves, stumbling over ourselves to please other people or because we feel criticised by other people or because we're comparing ourselves to other people or because we've had bad encounters with other people. All these different things. These people have power over us every single day, even if we're not around them. Because with the help of technology and social media, we are constantly in front of people. We are constantly looking at people. And those people, we feel anyway, are judging us and we are judging them. And it's a constant cycle. And it's toxic. We numb ourselves. We numb our pain with social media. We're so afraid to feel. We're so afraid of um, a moment of not having anything to do. We're so afraid of boredom. We're so afraid of being alone that we just cling to our phones. We cling to social media to make us feel good, to make us feel like we're constantly not alone, basically. And that is toxic. That is unhealthy. That is giving away our power and relying too heavily on this need to be constantly, constantly switched on, constantly getting the dopamine hits, constantly seeing things, doing things. We just can't stop. And I've obviously spoke about productivity. I've talked about perfectionism. I've talked about how busy we all are. This all ties in together in this giving away of our power giving away of our energy, giving away of our thoughts and our feelings to all these different things. We're stretched every which way and it's breaking us apart and we just don't realise it. Even things like our job, our job has so much power over us. It has the power to determine whether we are a good person or not, whether we are worthy or not, how much we are worth, literally, by, by how much we're paid. Isn't that scary? 
if your boss says, oh, you didn't do a good job, then you're obviously going to go home beating up yourself, feeling awful, feeling like maybe you should quit, you're not cut out for this, and it feels horrible. And then again, if your boss turns around and says you did a good job, then whoa, you're on cloud nine, you're amazing, you're the bee's knees. But that means that your job has this massive amount of power over who you think you are, over how worthy you think you are. And that's why people who make more money kind of float around on their high horse thinking they're better than people below them because we've put monetary value on our worthiness now as well. That's terrifying. That's so bad. That's giving away our power again by what job title we have. And some people will whisper their job title because they're ashamed of it. That's sad. And I was that person. We give power to other people to decide who we are, to decide how worthy we are with their opinions, their judgment, whether they like our photos or not, whether they stop and speak to us in the street, whether they decide to invite us out to their parties or not. We are constantly feeling like we're under the microscope, constantly feeling judged, constantly giving our power to other people to decide and determine how worthy we are. Our grades as well. I'm obviously a student still, so I've been thinking about this, how I don't want to feel less worthy to beat myself up, to hate myself if I get a lower grade. As long as I know that I've put in the time, the effort, that I've tried my best, that should be enough. And obviously, if I don't pass, then I will try again and I will put in more effort and I will pass. But it should be that simple, yet it's not. Getting a bad grade feels like this massive stamp on our forehead with the F saying that we're a failure. We're just not good enough. Once again, giving your power to that grade, that one letter, this one moment, this one assignment can have so much power to hurt you deeply, to make you cry and sob and hate and hate yourself. That's terrifying. And lastly, one that's really deep and a lot less simple is love. The people that we love have power over us and people would argue that perhaps they're the only people who should have power over us. And I think I do kind of agree. Like I would easily and effortlessly say that my mum has power over me and she deserves to have power over me because she's the most important relationship in my life. She's the first person I ever met. (laughs) I was literally a part of her. We are kin and Luckily, I have a really good relationship with my mum, so I don't mind that she has power over me. But then again, what if my mum was to turn around and say, I feel like you shouldn't be a writer, for example? How would that affect me? That would hurt me deeply, very deeply, because I've wanted nothing else for all of my life. For her to turn around and say, you shouldn't pursue that career, how would that affect me? Would I quit? Would I allow that to have power over me? Would I allow that to be my truth? When we love people, we kind of have these blinders. We, we don't understand um, how they can hurt us too. We think that because someone loves us that they're incapable of hurting us in a way or that their power over us is okay. And again, it kind of is, but at the same time, you still need to have that mindfulness, that awareness of how much power and kind of when, you know? You need to be able to put a stop to it. You need to be able to say, okay, here's the line and you can't cross it. You need to be able to say, I know myself, I trust myself, and even if a loved one says something or does something to me, then I appreciate that 
they're maybe doing it out of love, maybe they're not. And you need to be able to have that kind of filtering system, that awareness, that ability to say, okay, no, I'm not having that. That doesn't sit well with me. That doesn't change anything in my life. I know who I am. I know what my worth is. And you might love me, but that's not okay. You know, we still need to have that awareness and that power within ourselves to make that decision and to not be so heavily affected by even the people who love us and who we love back. At the end of the day, it comes down to being very mindful of what you rely on and to, at the end of the day, only truly 100% rely on yourself. It comes down to being able to trust and depend on yourself first and foremost. It's not that you don't need others or you don't need resources, but it's to know that even if you don't have those people, those things, that you're still strong, you're still happy, you're still secure. To know that if technology were to stop, you would still be able to live your life. You'd still be able to trust your own brain, your own capabilities, you know? To know that if a friendship ended or a family member moved away or God forbid you lost that family member, that you would still have that certainty within yourself, that love within yourself to know that you can carry on. Obviously not straight away and obviously not easily, but to still be able to do those things with yourself, knowing that you're strong, knowing that you trust yourself, you know, it's being able to say that person has been horrible to me like my neighbor was but that doesn't change who I am how good I am how worthy I am how beautiful and capable I am of having a good life even with that person who stepped into my path once or twice and came to affect me but I only let it affect me that day I didn't bring it into every day it's been able to switch on Be aware, be awake to how much power you're giving out on a daily basis, how much energy and thoughts and feelings are being drained out of you by other people, by circumstances, by your job, by your grades, by how you operate in the world. To basically switch on your brain and switch off your phone and recognise how you're feeling and how things are influencing you, how much power things have over you and how much power those things should be allowed to have over you. So take this as a wake-up call to check how much social media you're on every day, to check how many people affect you so easily, to check whether your job is affecting you in a positive way or a negative way, whether at the end of the day you go to sleep feeling worthy or not, and why. So sorry this got a bit ranty in the end. Like I say, I've just watched The Social Dilemma. So I feel even extra like anxious and passionate about this topic, about giving away your power, about relying too heavily on things. And it just always comes back to having that within yourself, that confidence, that trust, that love. I'll speak to you next week, guys. Bye.